Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, and welcome to the official Broad Wasted Podcast, where we're drunk on theater. I'm your host, Brian Plofsky, and it's the best day ever! Here was my middle name, and tomorrow is a bikini bottom day. Just to remind everybody, I'm not a loser, just a simple sponge, but I guess I missed you. Poor pirates. There's no control when the going gets tough, so we're gonna chop, 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 chop to the top. And yes, nautical nonsense is something we wish. Joining us today are the usual BFFs who drop on the deck and flub like a fish, yep. including Kevin, Super Sea Star Savior Jager. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I thought it, I thought it, looked, that it sounded fancy. nice. I practiced it out loud. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, that does sound lovely. With Sally sells seashells and all that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Sandy sells seashells. Wasn't it Sally? Well, that is, but Sandy's the squirrel. Oh, right. That's better. Sorry. Um, Kimberly, our game master and unofficial babysitter for the hour. Hello. Hello. And with us today is an Elphaba from Wicked, a Martha from Spring Awakening, a Susan from Tick, Tick, Boom, a, a Lily from The Wildness, <laughs> and a Sandy the Texas Squirrel from the SpongeBob musical. Yes. Yay. Hello. She's, she's currently in WP Theater and Ars Nova's Sundown Yellow Moon. Let's give a big, broad-waisted welcome to friend of the show. Friend of the show. Lily Cooper. Super excited to be here. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Of course. Um, You can follow Lily on social media at Lily Cooper on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And are you on Instagram? I'm on Instagram as Lil Coops with a Z. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Really cool. I'm Kimber Coops with an S. (gasps) Well, there you go. What are we drinking? What are you drinking? That was okay. That was all right. That was nice. yeah, I like that. Minor? That's that nice. Yeah, it was a little minor. You I came in and kind of saved the chord there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin and I try and disrupt as much as possible. <laughs> and then he brought us harmoniously back. Yes. Aww. So what are we drinking? Um, Kimberly, what did I you pour us? I Yes. 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 Are we all drinking that? Yes. Oh, Except me. That. Oh, what are you um, drinking? I have gin. Oh, oh of course. Nice. <laughs> so as per usual, I have tequila mezcal. What do you have? you have? Tequila? I do too. Yeah. Anything in it? I put a little seltzer in it. Nice, nice. Yeah, seltzer and lime. Beautiful. I have seltzer and lime with my. Oh, gin. you have lime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Go get it. Yeah. Cheers. 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 To clear liquor. To oh, clear yeah. liquor. I hear it has less calories. Toast does. True. It does. I'm only drinking clear liquor now. That's a great because diet. Uh, I'm getting skinny for Jay and Kimmy. <gasps> yeah. Gotta look yeah. cute for the wedding. I guess I'm getting skinny for that too. It's true. <laughs> so let's just get right okay. into it. 
What have you seen this week what or recently? What have you seen this week? Oh, I tried there, but you're <laughs> She death canned yeah. all over that. That yeah. was nice. So what have you seen this week? Yeah. Um, I know Kevin's seen some stuff. I have. Oh, you had a weekend. I did. I had a fun weekend. Um, I got to see Glenn Close in Sunset <gasps> Boulevard this weekend. Oh, clutch my pearl. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> it was... It was really a transformative performance. Like I, she, gonna, I thought you were going to say it was a really tranny performance. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some of her costumes, I know some trannies who would be all over that. Like, she was all out. But really, like, 100% that show is Glenn Close. And that's not to say that the other performers are incredible. Like, right. I actually thought the ensemble was particularly great at moving the story along. Mm-hmm. Because I uh, Sunset Boulevard, I feel there's some moments that are a little dated when it comes to, like, some of the book things that happen. Mm-hmm. But the show moves along so quickly because the ensemble and how, like, the energy and everything. But, like, the show is Glenn Close. And I think, like, her performance just really brought this honesty that would be so that's so hard for a lot of people to win that part because it's so over the top like it's very easy to start chewing the scenery when you're playing that Mm. part but she just kept this reality to it that was just so like grounded and yet still like on top of it the two big numbers in the show are with one look and uh as if we never said goodbye Mm -hmm. and with i think those are the only songs i know uh with one look (laughs) with one look is like her act one number and I was prepared to sit there and be like, okay, so she did this and won a Tony in, like, the 90s. Now she's doing it again, so let's hear her kind of, like, do a great acting interpretation. Right. But she opened her mouth and was, like, full-on singing. And yeah, I she, saw a clip, and I was She belted out the end, and the entire wow. the entire theater erupted in applause. It was, all, like, half-standing ovation as soon as that song happened, and I was part of the people standing. Now, see, because. I always have this interest. I have, like, an interest. Like, I, I, I always ask the question, now, if it was, a, if that was a musical theater actress who, like, nobody knew that well, would it, would people have erupted into... Applause, uproarious applause. You know, I don't think so. Yeah. Because, because like, like, is it impressive because it's Glenn Close? Not to say she's right. not. When I was wonderful. sitting in the theater, I, I got to see it with my parents. Hi, mom and dad. They came to see uh, to New York <laughs> yeah. to visit and got to see the show. And one of the things we actually talked about was like that room was like buzzing with energy to see Glenn Close. Sure, sure, sure. Like, okay. so I think it was one of those things. And I think everyone in the theater kind of thought what I did that we were about to see this incredible star revisit a, a role and live in it, but in this like older body but we all kind of thought we were about to see a little bit of a faded light and i think i was really incredibly moved at how she took probably what she's learned in the past 15 years Mm -hmm. as a performer and i'm sure she probably relates to it even more now as she gets older Mm -hmm. but um singing is on point like she is right up to I mean, all of them are fantastic but her voice especially was just really remarkable the way that it still has That's like a awesome. timbre and a vibe to it so it's I would definitely recommend seeing it if you have a chance just to be in that room it felt like I was a part of theater history getting to see the oh, show that's again so that's so cool it's a very limited run it. right yeah unless Donna Murphy is there also yeah. just well, a, she's a standby right for, for, Hello for Hello Dolly oh Hello Dolly but, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're just assuming that she's no. around if anybody needs Donna Murphy is the Donna Murphy is Broadway standby 
Times she's, Square. She's hanging out in Schubert Alley waiting for a text from any of the theater. You've decided you're going to be ready to play anything. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, exactly, exactly. Glinda. Madam if, if I saw on Twitter tonight news, Donna Murphy going on for Grizabella, I would go buy a ticket in a second. Absolutely. Like, okay. And that would also be fun, kind of like, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Where, where, where on Broadway? Oh, it's like, where's Waldo? A big, a big Twitter, where's Waldo game? So you just try to figure out where Donna Murphy is. First person to get the playbill answered on Twitter wins. Then she's going to like start screwing with people and show up. It's like the little kid in School of Rock. Yeah. Oh my God, this is uh, amazing. I'm in. I'm in. I can't wait to see Donna Murphy as... Willy Wonka. Aladdin. The engineer. Oh, yeah. I'm in. We should be Donna Murphy's agents and just start pitching this to everyone. This is great. You know who you need? Donna Murphy. See? (laughs) She knows every part. She can just go on. She's not. Yeah, definitely go see. She's fine. In conclusion, (laughs) go see Sunset Boulevard and anything Donna Murphy does. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then we saw together, right? We did. Um, Kevin and I saw the cabaret by um, Ben Rimmelauer of um, Patty Issues. Um, So we saw it at the Duplex. It is a one man Mm -hmm. show. It's about an hour, and he essentially goes through his obsession with Patty Lapone (laughs) and how it kind of sprung from his very unique and um, childhood, like growing up, you know, parents divorced and just um, how that kind of Patty Lapone kind of saved him from terribleness that was surrounding him at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And then him, you know, getting his first job in in the theater world and uh, assistant directing, excuse me, assistant directing with Lonnie Price for the uh, Sweeney Todd Philharmonic Philharmonic Sweeney Todd with Patty Lapone. So, and like, all of that and kind of how that affected him and, and the kind of how that relationship, you know, moved him towards what he's doing now. And it mm-hmm. is, it's, first of all, there are some great one-liners in there. Oh, yeah. Just from a comedy standpoint. But, like, he really brings it home and it's very effective. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was really, it was a really great story because, like, like Brian said, the, like, the uniqueness and the originality of, like, his personal journey that he was going through that was, like, so unlike, like, many stories I've ever heard of somebody, like, what they grew up with. And to see how, like, how Broadway, and I mean, specifically for him, Patty Lapone meant something, but it was cool to watch the show and you could kind of see how, like, theater and, like, these larger-than-life personalities have affected, like, kids growing up in, like, such a positive way and more than just, like, they love the albums, but, like, transforming where they're mm-hmm. at. Like, he talked about, like, one really potent moment for me was when there was, like, a bunch of craziness happening and he just heard all this screaming and yelling and he put his headphones on it and sat in the dark and listened to Evita over and over again mm-hmm. and he like took her strength from like in these moments where she is outcasted and people are like saying you can't do it you can't be anything and like like she's saying stand back Argentina yeah. you're gonna get a little dose of me <laughs> and my star quality and he like kind of became Evita in his own life wow. and like used that in that transformative way and I thought that was a really cool way to like show how Broadway can affect people yeah. and I had a ton of fun watching Kevin watch this <laughs> <laughs> well because I mean the thing was it was, at, it was at the duplex so obviously a story that is like, going to have a lot of like fun backstage kind of things about Patty the Pwn is going right. to appeal to the gays sure. so like I was like kind of like <laughs> We were all kind of like waiting with bated breath as he's like getting closer to meeting her, uh-huh. and then like when she like, he built walks, that up really well. He did really well when she walks in the door, and then he starts like bringing out these stories of stuff and um, telling some of the, like he actually goes through some rumors that we've all heard and been like, is that true? Is it true? Is it true? And like gives the like. 
this is what Patty told me is actually happened. Oh, and I'm yeah. not going to tell you all because you should see it. It's coming back in March. Yep. Um, so you should definitely go and check it out. It was not expensive and you get to drink while you're watching is it. it. upstairs so, at the duplex? Yeah, yes. it's upstairs in a oh, little cabaret nice. thing. And it's just, it was like a very friendly environment. He jokes around the audience and like you just feel like a friend of yours is telling you the most crazy story about his life. Did he do life. any impressions of her? He like does his interpretation of it. Yeah. And he's great. <laughs> My favorite part is like when he, he would like tell like voicemails she left him and he would like talk as her like leaving voicemails and you're hearing it and you're like that's Patty LaPone like like things like that so he wasn't like doing like a mimicking thing but it was just like the words he would say and the things that she would do you're like that's incredible she is what I thought wow Um, um, but it was also interesting because from my point of view um, my mom loves Patty LaPone and my mom would always be playing um, either the Les Mis or the Anything Goes um, album Mm-hmm. Um, and like, so those roles are always associated with Patti Lapone to me because that's who my, the, that's the album my mom would be playing. Like when we were kids, when my sister and I were playing, like yeah. in the background, we'd hear the Fantine or we'd hear the Reno Sweeney <laughs> as that. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like, yeah, in Jersey. Yep. Um, so, you know, I have a different, a very different connection to Patti Lapone than Kevin does. Ben's experience with Patti, you know, definitely connected with me in a totally different way. Uh-huh. It may have been more direct to Kevin, but I, but I think Patty Lapone is this like mythical creature <laughs> that like you know he both he both put her on a pedestal as well as painted her as like an, a real individual human being. Yeah, yeah. So that was appreciated. Yeah, yeah. It's a good it's a good time. Definitely check it out. Yeah. It's coming out again in uh, March. You can find out about tickets and stuff by going to benrimmelauer.com. Hey. Um, oh my god, wait. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, no, yeah. you go. No, I just remembered something that I saw. Yes. We can, should we On three. I'm going to say what I saw, too. Okay. Let's see if it's the same thing. One, One two, two, three. Significant Big other. Okay. Oh, very cool. different. Oh my god. I, I want to hear really about Significant other, too. Yeah. Yeah. Go first. Um, well, I saw the invited dress of Significant Other. Gideon Glick is one of my very close friends. Mm-hmm. And it was breathtaking and hilarious and, like, so intensely heartbreaking that I had to like sit in the audience and cry it out for like 10 minutes before I could get up and leave. Wow. It was like that intense. Is this the one about uh, the significant others? The the three girls and the best friend. Gideon plays this guy with three, three best friends of his and they all get married within like a few years of each other and it's sort of his, his relationship with them and his relationship with Dating and and it's just so it's so beautifully written and mm-hmm. all, all of the performers are amazing and the set is gorgeous and it's really great so I just like strongly recommend it yeah it's awesome. good that is on my list yeah, yeah. And the more I think about it the more I just want to like burst into tears dose but... of reality right that's what a friend of mine texted me right after yes. she saw it cheers yes, yes, yes. cheers to doses oh. of reality she's like it's definitely cheers. a dose of reality uh, yeah there were several moments where I was like oh my god I'm that person oh my god I'm that person oh, that's no. my friend said because she uh, went to like, theater school and like you get those little groups like the three girls oh, and the gay totally guy totally. and yeah, yeah. see how things change so as true. life goes yeah. on Ugh, awesome. Should I say this before or after my wedding? After. Okay. <laughs> Jeff's after. After when you're no longer speaking to me because I'm the gay friend. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, so tell us about Big River. Yeah, so I saw Big River at Encore City Center. Um, I had never seen Big River before. I knew the big songs from it. Yeah. Um, Muddy Water. I just yeah. associate Big River with American Sign Language because that's me the too. only production that I can think of. Yeah, I... It won... Best musical in the 80s. 
the year came out? Like Big River. Wow. Yes. Good for that. I didn't uh, know that. Yeah, but it was a very weak year if you actually look at like what else was nominated. I don't even remember uh-huh. what else was nominated. Not to say that Big Can River. Can I refill my drink while we're still yeah. talking? Yeah, of course. Okay, sorry. Um, that's and that's not. <laughs> and that's not to say that Big River isn't great. Correct. Um, it just it, it's a forgotten year in general. I, I think mm-hmm. I'm, I'm that, I may be generalizing it, but anyway. Um, and then people remember the actual the Deaf West production they did a, uh, like mm-hmm. ten years like mm-hmm. I don't know, what, however long ago it was. I think so. Well, Deaf West. Deaf West is nailing it. Amazing. Yes. Oh my god. So long story short, saw it. The cast was fantastic. Mm. The cute redhead from She Loves Me. Yeah. Um, Nick Barish. Oh, who played Huck? Yeah. Huck. Um, and then um, uh, Harpo from Color Purple. Ah, uh, Kyle. Kyle. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, uh, all dream boat. Um, what a man. Hey, Kyle. He was he was Jim. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, my gosh. I'm like... Was it Lauren Worsham? Yes, I was going to say right. Sky Pony was in it. Uh, Sky Pony was in it. Lauren Worsham and I did a, an Ars Nova show together last year when she was... Six months. Oh, pregnant. I saw it. She's oh, like we'll, ready to drop we'll a baby. get into the wild. We were okay, It's <laughs> their favorite thing of all time. I was there oh, opening God. night. And I like died. Oh, um, awesome. Long story short, you can't see it now. So yeah, I, I, was, I would say go see it. But it was an encore. Uh, it was an encore. And now it's over. Um, it was over. Um, they did not do an encore. Um, <laughs> of the encore. But I'd never seen it before. I was yeah. so happy I saw it with that caliber of a cast. Right. It was a really great production. I feel like I got what it was. If that makes sense. That's awesome. You know. I have a question. Sure. Did you guys have to read Huck Finn in high school? No. I've never read it. I just have I've no idea what it's about. I've never read it. We did not so have to read it So you were just talking about that. I was like, oh, is his name Huck Finn? And then you said Jim. I was like, oh. Wait. So Huck Finn is like, is the little is the little boy? Yes. 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 I um, saw the movie with Elijah Wood. Yes, of course. And so that's where I'm basing all of my... <laughs> all I know is Huck Finn you mean, you mean Elijah North? Wood. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> my only reference for this is the, like... Tom and Huck movie with JTT. Yes, yes, yes! That's what I always think of. That's what I always think of. With Becky and the painting. Yes. Yeah. So... So can we talk more about the wildness now? Yes, <laughs> Let's talk about it. Go for it. Okay, so... um my uh <laughs> got nothing. Like, uh, no, no, I have lots of different uh, questions. I'm trying to decide where to go with it. So one of the things that was so powerful about the wildness that Kimberly and I always talk about is that as an audience, you weren't really sure halfway through if you were acting mm-hmm. or if we were watching a group of friends actually oh, yeah. go through it. And did you see it thing. twice? Yes. Okay, so yes. did I. So, so and then <laughs> the second time check. I picked, like, but like, if you watch like the performance, it's so raw and so real. Mm-hmm. What was it like through like a rehearsal process? Was there like, was the script fully like set in stone or were you given like leeway so that you yeah. could make it feel as real right. as it did. I think that was that was a vision of theirs is to make it as real as possible and uh, uh, theirs I'm referring to Sky Pony uh, Kyle Jarrow and Lauren Worsham uh, who wrote the book and the story and all the music um the, sort of the, so sort of the overarching concept of it was this was this blurring the lines between a concert and a story and a play and like this live performance where the audience and the performers blend together and you don't really know what is real and what isn't and um, so there were moments in the show where we would grab audience members and they would have overshares and they would mm-hmm. literally tell us very intimate realities of their lives and the actors would also so our Overshares as the actors were pretty specific to our lives, I think, but uh, they were scripted. So 
they changed throughout the rehearsal process, but um, one difference was that so everybody in the show was a part of Sky Pony except for my character, and my name was Lily right. in the show, and uh, there was this uh, missing person, and that person was my brother, and so that was really the only aspect, which was the biggest sort of story plot, that wasn't real, per se, was that my brother was supposed to be the lead singer of um, Sky Pony, or of this one night only kind of concert, and that he went missing. And so my overshare was about that, so that was fully scripted and, and completely made up. Mm-hmm. But what, what I think was like the coolest part about it was that song in the end that yeah. um, is sung by my brother, was literally sung by my brother, Eddie Cooper. So it was like super meta and surreal because I was talking about my fictional brother, but at the end of the show, I would listen to this song recorded by my actual brother every day. Yeah. So it was really deep, like it was really intense. And I mean, I remember reading it for the first time. I did a reading of it like uh, the summer before it happened, and I was like, I'm, I don't know what's going on. Like it was confusing. It was very confusing. As a reading, I wasn't sure what was even happening. Yeah, I can't imagine that. Yeah, yeah, so like it, what you know, it wasn't really until we developed it into this show that it came to life and it made sense to anybody. Really, it was so tra- like I, I immediately after I left went online and bought a ticket for another performance mm-hmm. because yeah, I, I, I had too. to see it again. I love like, those I kinds just, of shows where you're I like, wait, to, does this happen yeah. every night? Yeah, because like, you like buy into. <laughs> but you would you would hinted on the overshares where like you would reach out to the audience and ask them. Like to share something that's like really going on in their life or something they're going through, and they would speak. And what I loved about that seeing the show twice was like that was obviously moments that were completely unscripted because you had yep. audience people just sharing stuff. And I heard some really intense, they were deep. intense oh, yeah. we stuff. Saw total strangers and it was because the show was so immersive and so like you felt in this safe space with these friends that mm-hmm. these people just opened and shared like really deep stuff. And that was when it was so fun to watch all of you as actors right. because it wasn't really acting then. You were empathizing and oh, actually absolutely. like being real. So it was like it kept blurring the lines between what was real and what was scripted. Yeah, and we were hearing these brand new stories every night. So we were yeah. just reacting to these new stories that were so intimate and incredibly vulnerable. Uh, it was like seeing a play and being in a prayer circle at the same time. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It was just kind of like a very... like. Cathartic, therapeutic. So go see the wild. Oh wait. Oh wait, <laughs> oh, wait a minute. But you listen to Sky Pony on Spotify. Oh, yes. Like oh, my God. I did for nothing else that I listened to for like three months yeah. after. So if you, if you ever ever see Sky Pony anywhere at Mercury Lounge or Rockwood or wherever they play, like go, go. see them. They're incredible. Definitely go see Sky Pony. Because you also worked with Kyle on something else recently. Mm-hmm. Kevin, which go I, for it. Which I got the chance to see while <laughs> I was in did. Chicago. Um, that was so Can we all fun. sing a the theme song together? <laughs> oh. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. Wait. Uh, are you ready, kids? Aye, aye, Captain. I can't hear you. Aye, aye, Captain. Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? SpongeBob SquarePants. Small, absorbed, and yellow is he? SpongeBob SquarePants. His knuckle nods up be something you wish. SpongeBob SquarePants. So flop on the deck and flop like a fish. SpongeBob SquarePants. SpongeBob SquarePants. SpongeBob SquarePants. SpongeBob SquarePants. 
I'm so sorry. Like, I'm next that live that next door to me. I'm probably like, what's happening? So, Kevin, you saw it. I did. Go, go for it. I am so excited to see it. Okay. At so, some point. I've heard such fun What things. was it like Pretty getting nice. the opportunity to sing so many different people's music with so, so many you, different oh, styles? So if you don't know, the SpongeBob score is written by a Everyone. multitude of mm-hmm. people. Yeah. So the concept is similar. So that's the, that's the constant in it. However, each song is written by someone different. Aerosmith wrote a song. Sarah Bareilles wrote a song. Cindy Plain White Tees. Yeah. John Legend. Flaming Lips. Like... Ooh. Yeah. Panic at the Disco? Uh, Panic at the Disco. Um, 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 so many. Each song was written by a different artist. So what was it like to kind of... Yeah, just get to, like, sample, um, like, all these different kind of styles and... Really cool. Was it tricky to blend it or did it all No, because Tom Kitt is an actual brilliant genius man. Yep. Who can make anything work. And he's brilliant. Uh, Kevin, like, gets so giggly every time. <laughs> that was that was my top favorite thing I saw in 2016. Yeah. I was floored oh, by that so show. Fun. My it brother and I like were just so excited to see it. And fun. then it was just, exactly, it was Joy. just, you're giggling on the subway on the way home. And the thing is, it's, it's like deeper than you would, than one might imagine. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you watch, if you ever watched the Spongebob cartoon, like, yeah. you know that it's like, yeah. it's sort of really actually made for adults. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. it's dark and it's funny and it's, you know, it's like, can be like sexual and, and, and scary. And, uh, I think this musical has all of those elements. I mean, you know, there are subjects of like global warming and police brutality and all of these sort of underlying yeah. themes that on the surface, um, can be for, can this show can be for kids, but when adults come and see it, they're like, "Oh, damn!" Yep. There are some like deeper. Man, I want to see it so bad. Levels to this I love story. So much. Yeah. Also, one of the things that like I mean, some of the pictures have come out about like uh, the incredible part that the set plays oh. in the show um, in a lot of different ways. But there's still a lot that people haven't seen yet. Yeah. Um, what was staging like and rehearsal process <gasps> like Ugh. when you weren't actually in a room with like all these yeah. ridiculous contraptions well, we that make up the set? Well, we rehearsed at New 42 oh. and they actually had this incredible, they, they set up all these levels for us and, and actual platforms and stuff. We didn't get the scale of what the theater was in that rehearsal studio, but we got the idea of where things were and it was all taped out and stuff. David Zinn was our costume designer and set designer, oh. which is just mind blowing. He's brilliant. Yes. Um, and yeah, there are all these found elements. So the concept was that all of these found objects fell to the bottom of the ocean. Mm-hmm. So we have flip flops and, and pool noodles and yeah, right. Like a pineapple, um, that fell to the bottom of the ocean and we used all of these found objects. Yeah. There were a lot of elements that we didn't have in the rehearsal process. It was like the entire audience, children, adults, older people turned into little kids little again. Kids. And we and all were like, like and it was just like as you're like, huh, 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 you just felt yeah. like the whole place. I'm like, like listening was, with like ba- I, I yeah, like. It was I know. I can't wait incredible. to watch Brian watch this show. Oh, <laughs> it was incredible, and that was a cool thing to see a show that you watch families come out and little kids are giggling, you're laughing about stuff that they could recognize from the show. Mm-hmm. But you also watch like me and my brother, who are 30 year old people, <laughs> walk out of that show and be like. That was actually a really incredibly crafted musical, and mm-hmm. it was funny as hell. Mm-hmm. And they do enough nods to adults that go over kids' heads that you're yep. like, that you can like really laugh at some like kind of yeah. dirty stuff. Right. Oh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like you said in the show, there's stuff in there that you're like, yeah. a little kid wouldn't get that, but like the adult in the room is like, it's like, oh, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> amazing! I can't wait. It's really, really so good. Excited. And shout out to was it 
Ethan Slater, Evan oh, Slater. Ethan Slater. Don't even get me started. Incredible. Ethan and Instead I went to college like, together. Did and you really? He, yes, he he's so good. He's brilliant. He's brilliant. He basically was born to play SpongeBob. He's just <laughs> he like is so another. Good. He's, he's another ginger front yes. center, and he's the best. He's and just you so end cool. up like there's a part in Act Two where like I literally am sitting there like crying and like wiping my eyes and I'm like. My brother looks at me. He's like, "You're crying in a SpongeBob song." And I'm like, "I know, but like, he's oh, so I cried almost every just, night." Like, and Kevin doesn't cry in musicals. I don't. I don't. <laughs> Wait, don't like, you don't. I don't. I don't cry at movies or musicals oh. very often. And when I do, it's like, and deep. I cry and from like, the first note of the overture until the end. <laughs> <laughs> just, awesome I'm sorry to have taken over. I took over mo- most of the interview portion, but for some reason, I like followed your career in 2016 without yeah, noticing it. Because <laughs> he also saw Tick Tick Boom. I saw Tick Tick Boom as well, but I actually no, I saw. Yeah. Oh, I saw, oh, it was like right. a week, but it was like it was like, and then and I also saw um, who he played plankton and was in Tick Tick oh, Boom. So I, I've been following him as well oh. this whole year. I didn't, I didn't realize that. I was Another incredible person that you need to listen to his music, Nick Blamer. He oh, yeah. is amazing. He has a new EP out. It's called the Ampersand EP. Yeah, it's really good. So download it now. I think Kevin's stuff. a stalker. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I follow your stuff. Um, I'll just talk about how many times I saw Spring Awakening when I was 19. Oh, that's true. Then we're good. Wow, that was a really long time ago. It's weird to think how long ago that was. On the total, ten years ago. It was ten years ago. December. We opened December 2006. You were in that show? No, just totally kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Who are you? Yeah. Um, What are we doing? Um, We'll play a game. That's what we're doing. Yay! Game time. I love games. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This first game is a twist on a favorite. A twist it's on a favorite? Dirtier Hands on a Hard Body. Oh. Because I wanted to figure out a way that I could play too. Okay. Okay. So, okay. So, so this... I'll explain it first. Yeah. Yeah. So if you put two hands on the table, okay, the the table is the hard body, right? Uh-huh. And we're gonna go around. You just put hands on me. Oh. Thanks, Brad. Okay, so we're gonna give a category, and then mm-hmm. three people at a time. So if someone will give the category. It is usually just me, and then right. the three of you will rapid fire okay. name things in that category. Okay, if you flub. Take too long to answer or repeat something, one hand goes in the air. Ooh. That's your dirty hand. Once right. you have two hands, you are out. You're out. And it goes so we have one lone victor. Wow. Okay. This way that we're playing is I'm going to start and give a category, and then you through a play. Whoever gets a dirty hand will Comes pick the next, the next category. category, and the three people who did not 
Ooh, oh, love it, love it, love it. Love it. Great, great, great. great. Does that want to play? And it goes in order. Like, yeah. are we all okay? Yeah. Rapid fire as quick as possible. Yeah. Yes. So we'll go like Brian, Lily, Kevin, me, yeah. cool. my planning, etc. Okay, great, great. Cool. Okay. The first category. I don't know. I already have I'm my really hands up. I'm not playing this one yet. I'm really nervous. My heart's beating really it fast. Is. Maybe that's from the tequila. Oh, I, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Okay. The first one is childhood cartoons. Oh god. Rugrats. That's exactly what I was going to say. Cat dog. He man. Angry Beavers. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Shira. Oh, not a cartoon. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it was a cartoon. I think, I think oh, it no. was a cartoon. It was. Okay. It, it was. was. Shira, um, Ren and Stimpy. Um, uh, I think I, oh. <laughs> I was ready with Jim. I was ready with Doug. Jim. Do you remember Jim the Rocker Chick? Am I older than everyone? Jim and the Holograms. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the Punky Brewster animated version. What? Strawberry Shortcake and yep. Rainbow Bright. Yep. Okay, yep. No. I know both of them. All right, okay. so. Okay, my category. Yeah. category. Oh, ooh, 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 ooh. Female singer-songwriters. Sarah Bareilles. That's what I was going to say. Alanis Morissette. Too. Melissa Etheridge. Okay. okay. Bonnie Raitt. Ooh. Oh, throwback. Yeah, I love her. That's a uh, King. Uh-huh. Uh, Cindy Lauper. Yep. Raina James. She's fictional. I didn't differentiate. She <laughs> <actually>. <laughs> That's true. That opens up a whole new world. Of <laughs> I guess it does. I guess it does. Uh, I'm still going to go with Shania Twain. Wow. Carly Simon. Ooh. I love Carly Simon. Amy so Grant. I'm really excited. Okay, all right. Um, Amy I'm, Grant. <laughs> I mean, okay, not, yeah, that's uh, Alicia true. Alicia Keys. Yes. Oh. She babysat me, by the way. What? Hey, what? Alicia. Love you. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that's so <laughs> crazy. Oh just like god. a random tidbit. Just, oh my god, that's incredible. My, my brain is flashed. I'm going to put a hand up because, okay. <laughs> because now I'm just thinking about YouTube like singing together when you were a child and she's like riffing it and you're riffing I was back. Like a baby. And, just imagine like Alicia Keys like singing me to sleep and like in my dreams I'm like, I want to sing like her. <laughs> and here I am. Oh, I can't she wait to most start. of her lyrics from you as a kid just like mumbling. Probably. <laughs> And then when you start in the Alicia Keys story, it's going to be like full circle for you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's the biopic on Lifetime? Yeah. Yep. Oh, man. Yeah. I can't wait. I hope it's I need to just as good as the Britney one. Do you watch it? it? Yes. I need to. Yes. You watch oh, the Britney one? Yes. There's two wait, things that are... Wait, her? Some rando. Some rando. She is the rando. Justin and Britney have a dance-off, <laughs> and it's in a, in a, in a bar. Oh, Who plays Justin? Some rando. Some rando. It's lifetime. It's the same part time. But it. <laughs> no, just watch it. Also, they don't want product placement, so they just taped duct tape over the backs of like the car logos. Oh come it's on! Wonderful. That's wow. Wow. It's oh, wonderful. Wow. Oh, they lost their budget All right, for category. Photoshop. All right, Kevin. Okay, so um, category is musicals about teenagers. Wow. Spring Ooh. Awakening. Dear Evan Hansen. What's Rent. I should have lost already, but Rent. Oh, it's back to me? Yeah. Runaways. Is there life after high school? Next to normal. Good one. And I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say 13. Oh. Oh. None of us. None of us. <laughs> the original teenagers. 13. Okay. So, so I have one hand up. Yeah, I, I have one hand up. I have no hands up. Oh. All right, let's get Brian. Um, <laughs> yeah, just pick a category. This is actually good because you can actually like... Christian things. I <laughs> <laughs> probably do pretty Jesus. well. Wafers. <laughs> um, but this is, I like this game because now like you can actually plan to try and get somebody out if yeah. it rotates. 
That's true. That's true. You can be um, evil, is what you're saying. Yeah. Right. Yeah, What's that's the next? category I thought of today. Oh, plays that were turned into musicals. Oh, that's hard. Play. Wait. Sorry. The play. Pause. The title of the play. Oh. A title of a play that has been turned into a that musical. has been turned into a musical, not a movie like or Pig a book. Malian. Oh, you okay? Wow. That was, I had one. Um, can I say Spring Awakening? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Absolutely. That's why I chose that category. Um, can I say Pygmalion? Yeah. <laughs> the Taming of the Shrew. Ooh, oh, good, good one. Romeo and Juliet. Hamlet. Yeah, Lion King. Yep, yep, yep. Um, whoa, pulling yeah. that one out. <laughs> no, it's true. That it's was true. solid. Um, we are lenient in this game. <laughs> I know. It's hard. Um, Three. I got nothing. Well, ah. I was looking for a Green Girl, the Lilacs, which became oh, Oklahoma, and then wow. Carousel, and then Lilium, yeah. which became Carousel, wow. and also the shop around the corner, which know. became Golden she Boy. Loves me. No one would have known Golden Boy. But that's what no, I was no, going to no. say next. <laughs> okay, so now I get to come with a category. Yeah. And I'm going to make y'all Are you done? Play. Yeah, I'm out. Okay. Um, <laughs> the category is boy bands. Ooh, that's good. In sync. Backstreet Boys. 98 Degrees. New Kids on the Block. O-Town. One Direction. Menudo. There you go. Oh, you get, like, can I say Il Debo? Yeah. Sure. No, no. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with. Um, um, oh, oh my gosh. What can, um, uh, I was thinking. Brian, put your hand up. Okay, I'll put my hand up. Okay. <laughs> no, no, you had both hands. hands. Like, come on. Together? Yeah, no, it's no I wasn't thinking it together. Together. I was together. thinking of algebra, a trigonometry <gasps> will never equal up to what you mean to me. Oh my. Oh, that was so good together. Oh. Wait, was that the joke one that was on yes. MTV? Yes. yes, I loved With that T-T. one. You plus me equals, equals uh, us or yeah. something, right? Calculus. <laughs> Calculus, yeah. You plus sign me <laughs> equals sign us. <laughs> Did everybody, so anybody see Adam? And then what was the other song they had? Um, the hardest part of breaking up is, is getting back, back your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever see Pop Star Never Stop that. Never Stopping? Yes. It was so it was good. Really good. Really? Like, really? Yeah, right. No. Really it's funny. Awesome. I love Andy Samberg. Okay, I need to say it. Um, okay, you so need to say category. My category is. Oh, God. Coopers. Uh oh. Coopers. Um, Here we go. <laughs> yeah, there's a Cooper so show. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna, Coopers. I'm going to. Yeah. Muscle. Musicals. Yes. Written by bands. Aww. It doesn't have to be a band, but it could be like yeah, it like a be jukebox. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but it doesn't have to be a jukebox. For, like the wildness would count. Wildness, yes, the wildness would count. Okay. Uh, all shook up. Mama Mia. Million dollar quartet. Mm-hmm. The Queen one. We will rock you. I'll allow it. Okay. Chess. Kevin's cheating, right? <laughs> Thanks for having me cheat. Thanks for having me cheat, Kevin. Um, I turned it into charades. <laughs> but the fact that I could figure out uh, what was that was, was pretty, that I, was I deserve points Planting for that. seeds. I know. Like, <laughs> um, passing strange. <gasps> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. I salute you for that. Thank you. Good choice. Now, uh-huh. Like, now, Or individuals that come from the pop world. That's okay, too. <laughs> Spring Awakening. Boom. Oh, I'll yeah. not by oh. door. Waitress. That's the one I was I'm barely oh, breathing. Snap. I can't hide. American Psycho. <laughs> I'm out. I have two hands up. Wow. Different. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, new category for you, Olivia. All right, all right. You, you both turn. have one hand up? Yeah. This is for the win. 
TV dramas. Good. Oh, great. Do you want to start? Who starts? No. Brian. You start, Brian. ER. Scandal. Parenthood. How to Get Away with Murder. Friday Night Lights. Grey's Anatomy. Mad Men. That TV show that's sad. Oh, uh, no, this is us. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see you, <laughs> Breaking Bad. Better Call Saul. Sopranos. Graceland. Oz. I don't know. I literally... Oh, <laughs> oh, I could have gone all I know. night. I know. I watched so much you, television. You, you handed that one to me. Yeah. Well, I thought it would be a fun back and forth. That was. Well, it was. That was a good one. I want to watch so all of those shows. My next one was Six Feet Under. I was going through the <gasps> all HBO shows. See, yeah. I went through AMC. I was going to HBO. And yeah. I was going to move That's to That's what I should have done. I, didn't have I also liked all the little singing you would do before you knew what to think. Like when you're like... <laughs> what is the first Broadway show you ever saw? Ooh, good question. You grew up around I was here, actually right? thinking about that. Yeah, I grew up in Midtown in mm-hmm. Hell's Kitchen. Right. Um, and my dad's an actor, so he was on Broadway when I was like five. And mm-hmm. I think that his show was the first Broadway show that I saw. Oh, cool. And it's funny that I can't actually remember what my, my first show? Broadway show was because I just I happened to see a bunch of Broadway shows when I was a kid. So I, it wasn't like a standout experience of like, my first Broadway show was The Lion King or Wicked or something like that. Yeah. Uh, he was in a play called Getting Away with Murder, which was written by Stephen Sondheim, a play by Sondheim. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wild, right? And I saw yeah. that, and I, I think it was in a 95-ish. So I, I, think, I think that that was my first Broadway show. I could be wrong, but I think so. If you were... Being sent to a desert island. Yes. And you could only see one musical done perfectly. You don't know who's going to be in it. It doesn't matter who's in it. But you get to see wow. one musical done absolutely the most perfect like version of that show. And then you're sent away forever. What would you see? Okay. That is such a good question. Live? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. See, I would, I would say it should be something that I haven't ever seen, but I would also want it to be something maybe that I have seen, but I would want to see again. Like, okay, so I would say Into the Woods, mm-hmm. because I, I was never able to see the original Into the Woods live. Mm. I, of course, have watched it on Netflix and PBS a thousand, yes. thousand million times. <laughs> As we all did in eighth grade. Right. Uh, but I would love to see a live production of that, like, perfectly done. Oh, rack time. Rack, rack time. time. Yeah. That is... Most people ask, Ragtime's the one. Really? Yeah. That's actually a very popular answer Interesting. to that question. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I think it's just Ragtime. everything. What was it yours? everything. Because also mm-hmm. it's like a pretty, it's a pretty flawless musical, I think. Yeah. I just haven't seen a, a production of it, so I would love to see I said, it. I said Caroline or Change because oh, oh, right, it, right. it runs the gamut oh, of all the fields. right. Ooh, yeah. That's so that's and I said Merrily because so there hasn't crafted. been a perfect um, I have Ooh, Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I said Merrily Mancha. Oh, yeah, because you just love it. Oh, oh and, and, and the Jim Wild Wilson. Party. The Wild Party, Lippa's version. Mm. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Only yeah, because yeah. I don't know Lacuse's version. I don't either. Yeah. So you'd rather see the one you know done perfectly. Exactly. Yeah, that yeah. makes yeah. sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, talk a little bit about your experience with Wicked. Wicked. How long were you? Uh, Wicked was a journey. Wicked was a, a long journey. I was on tour mm-hmm. for a year mm-hmm. as the understudy for Alphaba. And I only went on as Alphaba twice. In the whole year? In the whole year. Wow. So it was rough. It was a challenge. Like, yeah. you know, I felt like I wasn't really doing the job that I was hired to do. But that's sort of the nature of the game. Mm-hmm. I was the second cover, so it made sense mm. that I didn't go on at all. 
But I got to go on in two different cities, and my mom and my brothers came to see me. So that was really cool. That's awesome. And then after that, I got asked to come to Broadway as a standby. So my whole experience, I think, was about two and a half years of Wicked. Did you go on at the Gershwin? Um, yeah, I went on a lot at the Gershwin. Oh, you did? Okay. Mm-hmm. I actually had a 10-show stint over eight days. Ah. I was on a lot, um, and I did 10 shows in a row, and it, that was <laughs> that was crazy. I It was a huge learning curve. Like yeah. I remember when I first learned it, I would do one show, and I would lose my voice entirely. And then I was able to do 10 shows in a row. So that's I like grew absolutely. It's like I completely compare it to running a marathon. Like mm-hmm. you can't just wake up one day and choose to do that. Wait, I can't. No, you can't. <laughs> you don't just like, wake up and be Alphaba. <laughs> that's not how it works. Wait, just a show minute. Stage door. Hi, is it my turn? Can I do it now? Yeah. <laughs> Define vocal fry. <laughs> <laughs> but that's sort of what being a standby was. Except for one night when I went on in the middle of the show. What's that like? It was and at what point in the show? Less it was less scary and more the coolest thing I've ever done in my life because I felt like a no! superhero. Yeah. Like I it was so awesome. Yeah. It was That's... really cool. And I was like four inches taller than the girl who was playing it. So like the first four, five rows were like, Who's that green girl? Oh, How they didn't make it out her. They did, but I went on in the middle of act one. So it was like a tag team. It was incredible. Um, do they announce in the middle of the act, or they wait till... No, they wait till intermission. <laughs> Whoa! So, like, yeah. was there a pause for the makeup? On, like, no, okay, okay so... Oh, wait, story. It was work. like, usually when you go on, when you're uh, being put into green makeup, it takes about 20, 25 minutes, and they literally slap you on a green paint with paintbrushes. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, but when you are going in quickly, it took, I think, six minutes... So way less detail, more like just no as, long as, you're, as long as you're green. <laughs> do they buy time? How do they do that? Or like so the I guess it depends on what what's wrong. Right. Who was playing it was was sick and she was her stomach was hurting and so she knew that she had to leave stage to throw up mm-hmm. and so she was like all right I'll last as long as I like physically can. Poor thing. She was such a no! trooper, badass. But it got to the point where it was popular. And she was, you know, you're sit- she's sitting on a bed during popular, so she's just sort of like, oh. she's already green, so you can't she's already tell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And exactly. I got a stage manager call to the, it was like, Lily Cooper, please report to the Alphaba dressing room. And I ran downstairs, and I knew that she wasn't really feeling well, so I was Like mentally aware. preparing. I was like mentally preparing, yeah. just in case that were to happen. And I warmed up vocally. So I ran down to the dressing room. It took seven, six, seven minutes to get into uh, costume and makeup and I was sitting in the wing putting my shoes on and like finishing getting my costume on as she was still on stage and like we made eye contact when she was on stage and she was like she, it was like very gracious like she wanted to leave stage and I was just there to take over and we literally tag teamed like we high fived as she walked off stage to change scenes and, you. and I walked <laughs> on stage uh, in, the, in the dancing through life scene what a cool wow, wow. Yeah, what is the really announcement insane. like like in case you didn't notice <laughs> yeah. it was after intermission right before the second act start, started it was uh, ladies and gentlemen uh, the remainder for the remainder of the performance the role of Elphaba will be played by Lily Cooper and it was just that it wasn't like you know 
That's amazing. Because so and so is because so and so got sick. Yeah. <laughs> I put I sweat a lot, so I would like sweat green makeup everywhere. There's green makeup everywhere all throughout backstage of the mm-hmm. grocery store. I'm sure. Yeah, like all the collar of like every girl's dresses and like all over Fiero's face and hands. <laughs> um, so I would put a, an incredible trick that one of the tour makeup artists taught me was putting deodorant on my face. Like and before you put the makeup like, like, like a roll on? Yep. Putting antiperspirant on your face, and it's actually good. It's a good like primer, primer sort of. So it, w- it made it easier to take it off. Oh, that's brilliant! And it helped to sort of like draw your sweat to the surface, so it would just sort of like lay on top of your makeup as opposed to dripping it off. So putting deodorant on your face before the little things you learn on tour. Yeah, crazy, right? The more you know. But I would notice Halloween. if I did it. If I ever did it last minute, or if I got to the theater too late, or if I had to like you know get into costume really quickly and I didn't put it on, I could I would totally notice the difference between yeah. putting makeup on with deodorant and without. It's so weird. Well, that's weird. The yeah. first time, <laughs> like staring at a deodorant stick, like I just be like, all right, you're gonna uh, go on my I face. chose Tom's because I was like, oh, I guess oh, it's yeah. organic. Why do you have my face? Yeah, I know, Dove. Sure, yeah, I'm sure. Put it all over your face. Um, <laughs> should we play another game? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Cool. For plot points. Okay. So. In the Little Fox Measuring Cup, I have titles of songs from musicals. And then, what's this guy? Is he a co-op? He's a raccoon. raccoon. And in the Raccoon Measuring Cup, I have titles of musicals. Um, You'll pick one from each, and Mm -hmm. then you'll try to explain the plot of the musical you picked to the tune of the song that you picked. Ready? Yes. Yellow-haired lawyer... A yellow-haired-lawyer-a-yellow-haired-lawyer-a-yellow-haired-lawyer-a-yellow-haired-lawyer-a-yellow-haired-lawyer-a-yellow-haired-lawyer-a-yellow-haired-lawyer-a-yell
Yeah. Um, Lights of Broadway. Lights of Broadway. Hey, Squigs. This is Pick a Little, Talk a Little. Okay. Oh, we haven't played this in a while. I know. I looked at our own website today to figure out what games to play. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, ugh, what games have I played before? I was like, there is a back catalog that I can look at. So, I have a stack Um, of Lights of Broadway show cards in my hand. We're going to go round robin around the table. Okay. And you're going to, each person gets one card, they're going to look at it. You can either use one word to give the whole table a clue, okay. or you can hum something, if that is easier. Great. And everyone who is not giving a hint is guessing. If you guess correctly, you take that card from the person giving the hint. Mm-hmm. And fill that too. And then that person will pass the pile to the next person. Okay. Great. Got so, it. The so, fir- the person with the most cards that they've guessed correctly wins. How many times do we go around? I'm going to set the timer for two minutes. Oh, 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 oh. So, it is now set for two minutes. Brian, start. Great. Comet. Natasha Pierre and the great Comet of 1812. Rachel Chavkin. Yes. For real? Yeah. Amazing. Whoa, wait. What is this? So then you get the first one. These are Liza Broadway trading cards. Have you not seen these? Oh, no. We'll talk about them in a second. Okay, Okay. so one word to get us to guess. Um, Or a hum. Murder. Sweeney Todd. Gentleman's Guide. No, it's the guy who was in How to Get... Uh, Bryce Pinkham. Yes. Oh, yes, nice. good one. Wow, yeah, I have not seen these. This is so cool. Dance. Fosse. Michael, Michael Bennett. Bennett. Jerome Robbins. Ca- More contemporary. Contact. Warren Carlyle. Yes. Oh, nice. Xanadu. Carrie, Carrie Butler. Butler. Warner. Brothers. Oh, it's... it's um 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 Warner? Warner, he was just legally want. He was in Bronx Tale care, too. Care. Oh, Richard Blake. Yeah, yeah. Elsa. It's Betsy, oh, Betsy Wolf. Wolf. Betsy Wolf. I think Kevin Who's got that one. Kevin, I get it. I heard yeah. Kevin. <laughs> I get Betsy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sugar butter flowers. Sarah Bareilles. Uh, no. Julie. Mu- Jesse uh, Mueller. J- Jesse uh, Mueller. Kelly Settle. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Good one. Wow. Wait, can we play for two more minutes? Yeah. Who has two minutes? I really like this. Don't even count. Don't even count. Okay, but, yeah, I, but I just like this okay. game. Talk about intervals. Yeah, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Holiday. Corbin Blue. Yes. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. You guys. I don't think two men have ever yelled Corbin Blue at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Roxy. Hart. Glenn Verdon. Yes. Ooh, classy. Midtown. Stage door canteen. Oh, Times Square. Yes. Yes. Oh, I thought I had it. No, it's my fancy <laughs> Times Square foil card. It's a foil card? Yeah. Oh, wow. Producers. Matthew Broderick. Yes. Ooh. Oh. oh, I like his card a lot. Yeah, it's really good. Um, yeah. Tunnel. Lincoln. Hmm? In transit. Holland. Holland Taylor. Oh, oh, wow. Wow. Unbelievable. That was good. Dream Girls. Jennifer Holiday. Damn it. You're going to win. We just know who has cards, I think. You'll have to start collecting and stuff. Um, Lafayette. David Diggs. Well, it, had, it didn't ding, but it's over. <laughs> and how fittingly that I got the light catcher's card. Oh, oh fun. Well, that was fun. I only got one. I got Ooh, four. this is cute. Rachel, you look I gorgeous. I got five as well. The bro- oh. Wait, how recent is this thing? Autumn 2016. Yeah, they have different seasons. That's the seasons. newest one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
To break the tie, I'm going to give you each a card, and you're going to need to pitch me the perfect vehicle for this person. Perfect. <gasps> wow, wow, wow. Are you Lily, actually you picking this, or is it... You know what? Sure. I'll give Lily, like, we'll pretend she got five so she can play two. Yeah. Okay, and I'll judge. Yeah. The perfect vehicle. Like, a show that would make their career. Or like the Corvette. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I really think that she would be in a horse-drawn carriage. <laughs> But with an albino horse. Oh, that's like that's like <laughs> wearing feathers. The perfect date is April twenty fifth, third, twenty third. Oh, geniality. <laughs> of course. What would be the perfect date? Okay. I'd have to say April twenty third. <laughs> Do you want pick a number? Oh, you need to like two. Five. Between one and three. I'm sorry. Two. Oh, one. One. Two. Three. three. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now I want the perfect vehicle oh, for this person. Oh wow! What a great. Aw, uh, I want. Um, like that can actually picture. be put up. Like, 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 from a show that exists from past to present, you could you could surprise me and do something that you think an You're, adaption would you work. You could write really a well. whole show right now for them. Okay, or if you think a I'm perfect pre existing show will work for them, then yeah, I want to see it. Well, Kevin Chamberlain mm. is clearly going to bring the animated movie Horton, who's Here's a Who, mm-hmm. to, to be the sequel of Susical. Yeah. So the sequel of Susical. Um, Horton will be the narrator, a la the cat in the hat. Okay. And he will take you through some different Seuss things. <laughs> Great. It'll still be Aaron's and Flaherty. Great. Yeah. Kevin? Um. Who do you have? I have, uh, David Diggs. Okay. If they did a revival of The Boy from Oz. Whoa. Oh, with David Diggs. If you take that idea and play it that way, I think... You could bring on a couple new levels if you modernize that a little bit. Wow, well, like crazy it that way. Huh. Cool. Lily? I believe that um, Stephanie J. Block will be the perfect star of the musical adaptation of Death Becomes Her. Whoa. Yes. Whoa. Oh. Whoa. She she dropped the card. <laughs> you win. That's a I was Thank you so much. Would you like, like the prize crate? Get it. The Oh hell yeah. I really think that Death Becomes Her would be a phenomenal Are musical. You kidding? I, like, I have and like Stephanie J. Block, the comedy, the beauty, she's perfect. Oh wow! Yeah, why who, play, who plays the the older woman? Like the the like the, the Isabella Rossellini part. Standby of Broadway's. Oh, oh Don Murphy! <laughs> <laughs> Circle. So does Stephanie J. Stephanie J. Black plays the Meryl Streep part? Of yes. Who yes. plays the um, Goldie Hawn part and who plays the Bruce Willis part? Oh, wow. Who plays the Goldie Hawn part? Now we're casting this full thing. Next to, who plays the Goldie Hawn part next to Stephanie Block? Right. Do you do <gasps> Megan Hilty and have an Annalie Ashford? Annalie's oh, good. Yeah. Annalie's good. Annalie is a good choice. It's a good one. <laughs> Brandon, Brandon Victor Dixon. He would be really good, right? I mean, yeah. Oh, I love him. I love him. I'm thinking of like this sort of like comedy nuances of. But I think it almost seems to be like he's a dork. Like Brandon's not a dork. Yeah, he needs to be a little bit more dorky. I think you're right. Denny Burstein would be excellent. I think I don't know this movie well enough. That would be really interesting. That would be really interesting. Danny's funny. I love that. Oh, I really want to see this musical now. Let's start it, Kevin. You and me. Let's Writing Death Becomes the Musical. Writing Death Becomes the Musical. 
No one steal this idea. <laughs> we just have the whole thing yeah. for you. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, I had a blast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this was of course. awesome. Um, any parting words that you'd like to leave? Um, tip your bartenders. <laughs> yeah. Great. No, this was awesome. I had such a fun time. Oh, thank you. I don't think so. Go and where can we see you right oh, now? Yes. Oh, Sun- yeah. I'm, I'm in this new play, Sundown Yellow Moon. It's really beautiful. There's music in it. I actually had to learn the guitar for this play, oh, yes. which is Cuckoo Bananas. Um, and it's so good. And the it's through Ars Nova. It's through Ars Nova and the Women's Project, and it's at the Women's Project Theater, which is on 76th oh. and Broadway. Great. Um... Yeah, and it's great. And we start previews February 28th, and we run through April 1st as of now with a potential uh, extension. But um, you can buy tickets on the Ars Nova website or the Women's Project website. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us, and we end every episode with a quote. <gasps> great. Um, before we do that, you can follow Lily at Lily Cooper on Twitter uh-huh. and Lil Coobs. Lil Coobs. <laughs> with a Z. On Instagram. And my website's lilycooper.com. Um, check her out there. Um, and you, and, oh my gosh, my Hi, brain. Hi, Brian. <laughs> my brain is scrambled. Bye, Brian. Almost there. Almost yeah. there. Scrambled so eggs. Um, so the quote tonight is, F is for friends who do things together. <laughs> U is for you and me. Aww. N is for anywhere or anytime at all down here in the deep blue sea. Oh, I love that. I, I love SpongeBob so much. Anytime it's on TV, I will yes. watch it. Yeah. yeah. And I'll be like, it's, it's research. I'm doing my job. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, I don't use that reason. I'm like, I love the show. Yeah. I'm 32 yeah. years old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Krusty Krab pizza is the pizza for you Remy. and me. <laughs> um, so we end every episode with our favorite, favorite musical cadence. Sure, Brian. Favorite. <laughs> Cheers, thanks for joining us. The crusty crab pizza. My best friend pizza for you and me. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today. At LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.